This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Atlanta! What's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, Hey, man! Atlanta, Georgia. We are being cheated by our basketball team called the Atlanta Hawks. Mm. And I'm tired of it. We are now officially at the All-Star break, Mike. This team is under 500. And how do you even define what you saw last night? Mm. How do you even define what effortless effort <laughs> this was last night with our Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, You guys are going to say, oh, well, it's Nate. And I got to start here, Mike, because I know I'm going to hear this today. We already changed coaches. I thought this was supposed to be the answer. Mm-hmm. So we're going to change coaches again. And then what, a year and a half from now, we're going to be talking about, I thought that was the answer. Guys, the fundamental problem with this team is Trey Young. Nobody wants to say it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Mike, nobody wants to own it. But the biggest star and the highest paid guy on the team is not getting everybody else to buy into what it should be. And it's evident in the effort that they're showing night in and night out. Mike, that was embarrassing last night. Yeah, and it just uh, it just goes back to everything we've talked about every single time we lose a game. Now, exception of the NBA where sometimes a better team plays harder. And, okay, look, I get that. There's a lot of great athletes in the NBA. But last night, there were a lot of things uh, at stake. We've already talked about the position, the postseason. You want to be in a locked-in guaranteed spot. And the Knicks just came in here and they beat your, they beat your butt. They just played with more effort. Julius Randle. And, look, I give credit. I will say this. I'll give all the credit in the world to John Collins. He was not 100%, but he went out there. See, that's – that's uh, we talk about what is what is leadership because no one knows what leadership is. Well, that's effort. That's grit. And that's somebody giving it up for the team. And he got smoked by uh, – let's be honest. He got he was basically thrown around like a rag doll all night by Julius Randle. But the guy was out there because he cares. How many guys care on this team? Starting with Trey. You know, you're supposed to be one of the young faces of the NBA, and to whom much is given, I'm sorry, folks, much is expected, and he doesn't give it back. He doesn't give it back to this team. Not to the fans, but you guys continue to make excuses for him. Guys, Nate is a, is a let's be honest, he, he's a walking dead man. Nate is gone. They're gonna, Nate is going to be out it, at the end of this year. It doesn't fix the issue. Correct. It doesn't fix the issue. So don't even bother with it. I mean, Mike, I'm not telling you that he's not going to get got. But I don't know if that fixes the issues if your star doesn't buy into what needs to be done. And that needs to translate down and trickle down to every player on the team. The greats do this. This is what Kobe did. It's what Dirk Nowitzki did. It's what LeBron has done. Okay, we can go down the list of champions. It's what Giannis is doing right now. It's what Jason Tatum is doing with the Boston Celtics. It trickles down. This is how we play. This is what we're going to do night in and night out. And night in and night out, we're questioning effort? 
Are you serious? Effort? That's what we're questioning every night. I mean, it's the last game before you had nine days off with the All-Star break, and I talked about that all day yesterday. And they look like a team, as I said, and I predicted it, and they did. They were ready for the beach. They're ready. I mean, the only guy who's got anything you, to do. You said it all yeah. day yesterday. Only guy's got anything to do is A.J. Griffin because he's going to be in one of those young star uh, games that they have. But everybody else gets time off, and they look like a team that was ready for the beach. And this is a team that's going to get whatever happens. Maybe we can win a play-in game, but this team's going nowhere. They go as far as they went last year, which right. is going to be a knockout in the first round. Let me ask you this. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. If you want the change, which many of you do, you think it is Nate's issue, do it now. Why are you going to wait? Do it now. We got nine days. Do it now. Cut the cord. Right. Go get who you want to get or interim whoever that is. I don't know. I don't have that answer because I thought this was supposed to be the answer. And I got to tell you guys something. For everybody who said LP lost the locker room, that was a lie. Look at this team. Look at how this team's playing. So for everything that we've talked about over the last two years, oh, it'll be much better. Well, we're right back to where we were with this basketball team. You know, said this a few months ago when I said why. I, that's when I said it. I think it was right around Christmas time. Why are we going to postpone the inevitable? Talk to Steve Coonan. That article came out that uh, Sham Sharania said that, again, it was kind of vague, Carl, because it said that Ike is thinking about stepping away at the end of the year, which, again, as Coonan said, that's a hack journalism story. There's nothing there. But, I mean, but once that stuff is out, fair or unfair, he's a lame duck. And these guys don't respect him anyway. They don't respect Nate. They don't listen to Nate. And, look, I get it. Nate comes up with some screwy rotations, and we have no identity on both ends of the floor. And, and that's part of it, too. I don't want him to say Nate like, doesn't get any blame in this equation. But they tuned him out. It's obvious. Defense is hustle. You got humiliated by the Charlotte Hornets. And what do you do? You come back and you lay an egg against the Knicks at your own building. That's pitiful. That you don't take pride. You have no pride in your profession. You look at the stat sheet. I got mine, man. Come on. Hey, that's my season average. I'm out. Nobody cares. And if you don't care, why should I care as a fan? 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line. Find us on social media. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at put him up. See Dukes. The radio show is Dukes and Bell 929. Follow the radio station at 929 the game. And, of course, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and across all other social media platforms. Lauren Jabari is going to join us. Um, and I hate that she's coming into this wrath that we have going on. <laughs> she does an amazing job on the right. sidelines for ballets and covering our Hawks. But we do have questions for her. And I want you to hear Trey Young talk about the expectations after the All-Star break. Because this is what it becomes, right? Like, you get your little time off. Now what are you going to do when we come back? How focused are we going to be? How much are things going to be different? Am I supposed to believe that a guy who wasn't selling on the job, if you're a sales guy, mm-hmm. gets a nine-day break and he comes back and all of a sudden he's going to lead the team in sales? Is that what I'm supposed to be- believe? Yes. Okay, I'm not believing it. Here's Trey on the expectations after the All-Star break. Uh, I think it's just playing faster. Hopefully we got some more legs under us and we just get, get some rest and uh, guys come back with another uh, boost of energy, and we can we can uh, now that we've got a lot of games. We should have more chemistry under our belts. It's not like we're starting the season over again, so uh, we're able to come out here with more energy in the second half. I mean, what are you, what are you tired from? Not playing any defense? How can you be tired? <laughs> You're getting beat by 20 points. The starters are getting pulled. You know, I got guys on you know one, one step above 10 day contracts are getting minutes because you guys are getting blown out. What are you tired from? Uh, I mean, you don't play perimeter defense. 
We don't have any ball movement. You know, there's no discern. As I said, when you ask, what do you think about the you know the Hawks? You know, fast break points, super athletic team. No, not nothing. I have no idea what we are. We we we're not. We have no identity, man. Nothing. Guys are hitting this up right now because it became official today that the Celtics are hiring the interim coach that took over for Ime Udoka. And a lot mm-hmm. of guys would say Ime Udoka is out there. He's out there. Right. I, listen, I don't know where they're going to go. All I'm telling you is if you are a proponent for that, cut the cord now. Let's stop wasting mm-hmm. time. Well, I like the guy you mentioned back three months ago, Kenny Atkinson. I do too. I mean, because he at least Kenny Atkinson, at least you you would think we'd at least score a bunch of points. We're not playing any. This team's never going to play any defense, but at least have some kind of continuity and some kind of identity in the half court offense, right? Yeah, I, I don't. You know, I, listen. I think Kenny, I like Atkinson, uh, Kenny Atkinson, because of his pedigree. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was again with Coach Bud. He's now on the Golden State Warriors staff. He, he got you know jobbed when he was with the Nets. Right. At the end of the day. He brings a lot of experience, but I also think he relates to guys really well from my from what I know about him. But but Mike, I don't know I don't know where they're gonna go. Mike, they could hire a super young guy and go, he's gonna relate to Trey, and this is the answer. They could hire somebody that we don't even know about. But but whatever the hire is going to be, my point is if you're gonna do it, go ahead and do it. Hey, look at the job Jacques Vaughn has done. They just beat the Heat last night. If you didn't see it, he can't even get any minutes from Ben Simmons. Jacques Vaughn's talking to the New York media. Says, "Look, I got to be honest. It's really hard to get this guy in the rotation right now because you know he can't say it. But everyone knows he doesn't do anything. No. So Jacques Vaughn is, you know, that's the kind of guy you can get that lightning in a bottle because they're a team which is trying to hold serve. That's why I kept mentioning the Heat yesterday. The Heat just lost to the up in Brooklyn. That's a team you should be looking for. Now the Knicks may just get into that sixth spot." Polls up at Dukes and Bell 929. What should the Hawks do now or in the offseason to spark major change? Our poll is up. You can go vote at Dukes and Bell 929. New head coach, look to trade Trey. That would happen in the offseason if you were serious and wanted to try to do that. Uh, move multiple starters. It's possible that could happen in the offseason or try to acquire another star. Go vote at Dukes and Bell 929. We got nine days to, to see where this team's going to go um, and, and if anything is done or if any changes. And, and, Mike, I don't know if they are, but if this front office, who is, by the way, in chaos, it has been since everything went down. You can tell me all you want about, oh, everything's fine over here. We're good. That has translated to the court. Who is being responsible in the front office who too is going to hold guys accountable whoa, whoa, whoa. on the court? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you talking about? We've empowered the players. <laughs> it's better communication. Come on, stop it. Player empowerment is the key. Did you not see the player empowerment last night? Oh, I saw it. Yeah. I saw that. No, because our general manager, Landry Buzzword, uh, has, uh, has created tremendous buzz with his, with his interviews, but nothing's happening on the court. Great, great. By the, by the numbers for an HR manual about creating a positive work environment, but it doesn't translate to success on the floor. But I'm sure he's impressing Tony Wrestler's son, which seems to be the most important thing right now. We are getting cheated. We should be better, and we should be getting better effort. That's all I'm saying. I'm not telling you we should be competing for a chip, but the effort is unbelievably not there. Is that a word? It's unacceptable. Shameful. Where's your pride? Coming up, Lauren Jabari is going to join us. We'll get her opinions on where the Hawks are, not just with the record. Like where they're vacationing? Well, that may be part of the discussion, too. It's Dukes and Bell. Fly.
It is Dukes and Bell. We're going to talk with Lauren Jabari coming up here in just a second. But Mike and I, uh, Mike Conti just came in and told us uh, that Tim McCarver has passed away. Two-time World Series champion, all-star catcher who played 21 seasons in the majors. Um, you guys, many of you know him just as a broadcaster, but he yeah. had a great baseball career. He was Bob Gibson's catcher <laughs> and then Steve Carlton's catcher. So yeah. uh, he's in the Hall of Fame. Um McCarver passing away at 81, 82 years old. So um, that is news today in the world of sports, but Tim McCarver passing away. All right, Lauren, uh, so glad to have you back on the show. Uh, I know last night was disappointing in many ways. We wanted to finish the first half on a, on a good note, and that did not happen. And I know that there are a lot of things that, you know, Hawks fans are saying, this is what's wrong with our team. Last night, how did you feel about what you saw with our team and why we struggled against the Knicks? Yeah, I saw a physicality from the Knicks that, that that's how they play. They're extremely aggressive in the paint. Um, they're really, really good at offensive rebounding and getting second chance points. The thing that surprised me is they had 30 fast break points, guys, and this is not a team that's necessarily pushing the pace. They're the kind of like physical, grinded out style of play team. I think in the league, they're in, you know, the bottom 10 in terms of pace of play. So the fact that they had 30 fast break points. It just felt like the team wasn't necessarily giving, you know, 100% the energy that they normally give. Maybe the all-star break is on the mind. Maybe the bodies are tired. I feel like this is a time to really, like, get together, re- just evaluate, have a couple days off mentally, physically, and then come back for the final 23 games of the season and give it all that you have, which I know they're still feeling very confident. I feel confident, too, in what they can do in this final stretch of the season. They're not out of it by any means. They're still eighth in the Eastern Conference, but – Definitely wasn't the best Atlanta Hawks performance the last couple of games heading into the break. Yeah, and that's what's so disappointing, Lauren. We envisioned this team being like a four seed, you know, or better because we thought DeJounte Murray and, you know, being so dynamic potentially in the backcourt and, you know, Trey would get better looks. And then, you know, Trey is actually taking less three-point shots and maybe that's more about him deciding to facilitate more, which I, I guess what I'm getting to is we don't really have an identity in the half court, do we? No, there, there really isn't right now an identity. I feel like a lot of that most of the season came from not necessarily, you know, having everyone healthy. Like, for a majority of the season, and I know we keep talking about this injuries, 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 but really, like, that is a tough thing. When you have so many new faces on a team, to build that chemistry, you need everybody out there to be able to find that identity and find that chemistry on both ends of the floor, offensively, defensively. I feel like Trey Young and DeJounte Murray work, work really well together right now, honestly. And now you're adding another guy in Sadiq Bay in there. John Collins wasn't feeling at 100% and on Monday, so he didn't go. He played, um, obviously, yesterday, but then he got beat up a little bit, too. A lot of those non-calls were, were very, you know, I mean, we saw a lot of how, you know, the refs kind of got involved there in, in a lot of different situations in that game. But it is it's still trying to find that identity and build that identity. And I even think Nate McMillan would say the same thing. He's like, we're still working on it right now. We don't necessarily know what our identity is at this point, but we're still pushing for it. We want to be a strong defensive team. We want to be able to give 150 on the defensive end of the floor, rebound the basketball, get out in transition, and take advantage of teams by using our speed and using our sharpshooting, which they have so many good shooters on this team. I think they just need a few days off for this all-star break. God, we all need a few days off for this all-star break to just recoup mentally, physically, and come back out for the final 23 games of the season on a high note. Lauren Jabari joining us here on Dukes and Bell. She uh, is on the sidelines for Bally Sports, so you get a chance to watch her for our Atlanta Hawks. Have you had a chance to visit with Sadiq Bay, and, and what are your impressions? 
Yeah, first of all, he's such a nice kid. Um, really, really awesome. I think he's a great addition to this team. One, just his size and his physicality on the defensive end of the floor. I think that's a huge addition to this team. And then offensively, he's a really, really good shooter. So now you have two guys coming off the bench, like a bogey and a Sadiq Bay and an A.J. Griffin. All of these guys, really incredible shooters. I mean, it's going to be a real threat, I feel like, the final last bit of the season. And I think one of the coolest things about him, too, fun fact, he has that green stripe in his hair because his favorite villain ever growing up is the Joker. And that's how he wants to play on the floor. He wants to be kind of a villain on the floor and just implant that, you know, kind of motivation out there on the floor. So I thought that was a little fun fact about him too, but really nice kid. The whole team's helping all three of the guys and Bruno Fernando. I know he's been here before for two years. So it was kind of like him coming home and Garrison Matthews, like the team, even just being in the locker room, you could tell they're all really embracing the new guys and, and helping them get, integrated into the systems and the different messaging and you know different play calling and a lot of the coaches have been working extra time to be able to kind of integrate them in so it's been really cool to see how they've already started to fit into the locker room um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they could do the next 23 games. It is Lauren Jabart with us guys on the waitfor.com hotline again you see her as the host and reporter for the Hawks on TV on Valley now because you're working with the Hawks we don't want to ask you about firing Nate but you've been around the NBA sometimes when things aren't going this way fair or unfair the coach gets got do you think this team would even think about doing that? Um, to be honest, I can't even speak on that. So I don't even I don't even know like what, you know, happens with that. But, you know, there's twenty three games left in the regular season. The trade deadline is passed, the roster is set, the coaching staff is set, and we'll see what this team can do with what they got right now. And I think it's a lot. I really do think they're capable of doing a lot of things. Cause we've seen like when this team gets going. They get going, and they like there's no one that can stop them. It's just finding that consistency of doing it game in and game out. And I don't necessarily have the answers. I think everyone's try, kind of trying to figure out the answers right now. But they have the pieces. They have the talent. They have the coaching. And I just feel like it's kind of putting all of that together. And maybe a few days off to just mentally and physically rest will be the best, you know, medicine the doctor ordered to finish out the regular season strong because there still is a good chance that they could finish in the top six. I mean, realistically, I know they have the second toughest strength of schedule to finish out the season. They still have all four games against Washington left. Um, Cleveland's coming into town. The Brooklyn Nets, who aren't necessarily as much of a force as they were about two weeks ago, are coming into town. And there's 23 games left, only nine of them on the road, which I don't know if my math is correct. That means 14 games at home. And they can take advantage of a rowdy State Farm Arena at home in front of a home crowd um, to really get cooking this final little stretch of the season. This is why we love you, Lauren. Lauren's like, are you crazy? I'm not answering that question. She's like, fool, I'm not answering that question. Are you serious? No way I'm not answering hey, that. Hey, I appreciate you trying, though. That's we got, we got to ask the tough question. I mean, I could do a hypothetical. Yeah, okay. you have to. Yeah. Lauren, if there was a team. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, what do you do? You travel with these guys. You're on the road a lot. You get nine days. What are you going – is this all about just, like, sleep and relaxation for you? Y'all, I am so excited. So <laughs> I'm going down to Florida for, like, four or five days just nice. getting away. Um, I still do some work, too, for the NHL, and I also host the sports betting show most mornings of the week. So I still am technically working, but I'll get away from just, like, you know, just – the get away from Atlanta for a couple of days to just like rest, reset, recoup, right. and get back on the grind. I gotta, you know? I gotta ask you about this gambling thing because I'm yeah. curious. How'd you do for the Super Bowl? 
Oh, the Super Bowl? Yeah. So I did really well on all the prop bets, really well on all the prop bets, but I unfortunately had the Eagles money line oh. and the Eagles laying a point and a half. And so a little disappointed in that. Truly, they had it until the end. Um, Jalen Hurts, I mean, I love Patrick Mahomes. Like, kudos to him for being hurt and playing hurt and getting it done. But Jalen Hurts was the quarterback, I think, of that game, besides the one fumble that he had. He played an absolutely stellar, phenomenal game. And I think they're going to bounce back for more. Um, and you heard him say it post-game, too, you know, like it's how you learn from it. And I know how I'm going to learn from this one. So I think that they're going to come back even hungrier next year. Prop bet's good. Money line spread, not necessarily. How about you guys? How do you yeah, do? Yeah, we, we went 6-0 and with our prop bets. I took the uh, I took a touchback oh. on the first kick, and we I took the Chiefs, by the way, and I took the over. Carl oh, kicked, kicked, he killed him with this. No, I know 60% of the country, <laughs> Vegas cleaned up because they, they listened to yeah. you, Lauren, and they took the Eagles on this game. By the way, since you talk puck, I'm going to see the uh, – I got the tickets for the uh, Knights and the Lightning out in Vegas on Saturday, so – I mean, that's oh, pretty, that's going to be fun. Have you ever teams. been to a game out there? Yes, Carl and I have both been. T-Mobile, it's, it's, it's an event. I've never seen a hockey game like that out there. Um, it's, 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 it's a hockey game and a show, actually, right. though. Like, mm-hmm. when I used to work for the Colorado Avalanche, like, we would go there. Obviously, we played there twice, both in the Western Conference, and it's, like, the most fun. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to concentrate on the actual game right now, but I'm, like, sitting there just, like, it's like almost Christmas lights when you drive past. You can't look away, right? Like, right. you're just... You're like, wow, this is an actual actual show. This is amazing. Well, I hope you have fun. Right, right. That's going to be an awesome game. Yeah, for those who haven't been there, Carl, I always wonder how guys focus when they do the, uh, you know, they're doing the shoot around before the game, and you get you've got girls dressed up as showgirls on both sides of the net. Yeah, you know, guys are doing their. Warm-ups. I know. And you're talking about betting too. I always bet on how many over under like five and a half Elvises in the crowd because <laughs> everyone is always dressed up as Elvis. Right. Truly. <laughs> no, it is, it is really a good time. Well, listen, we appreciate you jumping on with this. Enjoy your time off. Uh, we're with you. You know, yeah. if we had the answers, uh, we'd, it's just fi- so frustrating. we'd fix this team. But there, there seems to be, you know, more than just one problem. And we're trying to figure it out with our listeners and our audience and Hawks fans alike. So, Lauren, thank you so much for jumping on with us. We will talk to you uh, after the break. Sounds good. Thank you guys so much. Have a great weekend. You Enjoy too. time off. Right on. Yeah. Lauren Jabari, guys. I, and, you know, here's the deal. When we talk about all the issues, right, some of this stuff is that's above her pay grade. She's saying, I, right. I don't know. She also works, you know, the team there's are contracted by the squad. It's tough. But but even if she came on and said, fire everybody, it's still above her pay grade. That, that didn't mean it's going to happen, and I don't know if it helps – her situation, I will say this for us, Mike, I'm, I'm just not convinced that firing the coach is going to solve the issue. I know a lot of guys want that. Well, I just think that they've tuned him out. And, again, it's, it has nothing to do with being right or wrong. It has nothing to do with being fair or unfair. That's what I said this a month ago. I didn't see anything changing. And, look, Nate's an old-school guy, and these guys are not responding to him. Because he wants defense, and he was a tough, scrappy guy, and his teams always play defense. Defense is effort. Defense is hustle, and we don't hustle. So when you tune the guy out, Carl, why are we going to flog this for another 23 games with Nate knowing the result? I'd like to try to find something and get a jump start on the rest of the league who are also going to be looking for coaches next season. Yeah, listen, I said cut the cord when we started the show. I don't know why you would wait an additional 20-whatever games, or for that matter, two more months, right? That's what we're talking about. For what? I I don't know. But I want to see what this front office is going to do, Mike. Let's see how, let's see how serious right. they are.
Right. Let's see how Look, let's see how serious they are about changing the vibe of what's going on. Sadiq Bay was it's a nice pickup. I mean, look, they were never going to be in the mix for the Durant's or the or Kyrie Irving's of the world. But now, you know, you got a chance to maybe step things up, inject some energy into this team, and also send a message to the team. But I don't know if these guys are capable of doing that. All right, we got more to get to. We'll hit some headlines when we come back. As we mentioned, one of the baseball greats passing away today. We'll also tell you about Atlanta United and what they did yesterday. More to get to here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks to Lauren Jabari for stopping by from Bally Sports, talking about our Hawks poll questions up. Hawks look pathetic before the break, plain and simple. And uh, we want our team to play better. I-, I said they're cheating us simply because we deserve better, man. Uh, this team should play better. They should be better, and they're not. And I don't have the answers to why. What I do think, though, Mike, is, and, and this is the example I would use. We talked about Ime Udoka being available. The Celtics today make their interim head coach, his name's Joe Mazzula, the full-time guy. They come to an agreement. He's been there. Mike, it's the same team that Ime Udoka had. The difference mm-hmm. is Jason Tatum and the stars on that team are leading the way. Right. Joe is a good coach. This is his first big-time opportunity. And, listen, I'm not telling you he might not turn into an all-time great, but it's not Joe Mazzula. It's the leadership on that team that is allowing the Celtics to be great and continuing to be great, building off of what they had last year. So, Mazzula came in. He's not messed up anything. He's not screwed it up. He says, you know what? I'm not going to change too much. These guys know what they're doing, and they've bought in. We're going to continue to play that way. Celtics have been one of the best teams this season with a coaching change. So it's not about Joe Mazzula. And I feel like if you put another guy in here, I get it. They've tuned Nate out. Guys are like, Dukes, he's got to go. Fine. 
But what if we're back here again in a year and a half talking about the same exact yeah. things? No, I, I just wonder. Everyone's talking about uh, big moves, big changes next season. All right. I mean, you know, you got to convince the John. You don't want Jonte Murray leaving here because then you lost all your picks. You know, you got to take it back to me. It goes back to when Travis Schlenk said, really? I think that's a bit of Mitch, that's a bit much to ask for, DeJounte Murray. And then they move out to Travis Schlenk. So your architect is no longer the architect of your program. And then not all of his moves have worked out. We've talked about DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish. That those things have not panned out necessarily. Uh, but you go and you give these guys more contracts. John Collins is the great kind of what is he, and he's making $25 million a year, and no one knows how to use him. Yep. I mean, I mean, tell me I'm wrong. So there's all this stuff that's been going down and building to this moment now, and then you throw on top of that, you're right, Nate. Nate, Nate this team is it's, it's poorly constructed. They don't play well together. Tatum and Brown are great together. They got a great bench. You know, you got guys like Marcus Smart coming off the bench. OGs like Al Horford. That Celtics team is built really well, just like the Bucks. The Bucks are built fantastically, and they always add the right tough guy at the trade deadline. The you know the energy guy. So we we have no continuity. None of these guys play as a unit, for lack of a better word. It's a great point. What do you guys think? 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Turtle behind the glass. Our engineer, Bo Morgan, is executive producing. If you missed it earlier today, Chipper Jones stopped by the station. He was on the steakhouse, and we get a chance to hear what Chipper thinks about our Braves. He's back with the Braves in a consulting kind of role. Um, again, he did this a couple of years ago. It's not full-time where he's going to be there on the bench all the time, but I'm curious to see what he thinks about the team. You can hear that coming up a little bit later on here on the show. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. So Nate said last night he thought the team looked mentally and physically fried. That's what he said. From what? Last night. It's a great question, Mike. Let's hear Nate. Our last two games, you know, we just look like we're uh, mentally, physically fried. Um, You know, we uh, couldn't hit (laughs) – you know, we had a lot of wide open looks in that first quarter, first half. Shots wasn't falling. I think we were 0 for, 0 for 10 before we even hit a three. Huh. I mean, you beat the Spurs, they're one of the worst teams in the league. You gave up 60 to them in the first half. You gave up 144 to Charlotte. What are you emotionally fried from? You're not playing any defense. Mm. You know, you're emotionally fried from? Am I going to Cancun or Barbados? True. I mean, sir, I don't understand this. I mean, I really don't. And I hate, I said, you and I were talking to Randy and Andy during the handoff. I was like, I hate to sound like my dad. My dad loved the NBA, lived and died for the Knicks. But my, I just, I get, I start to feel like I'm getting into this. You're getting paid big bucks. You get to stay in the greatest hotel. Someone carries your suitcase for you. Go put some freaking effort into this. This Fine. is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, everybody's, the starters are all making bank. Earn it. Earn it, man. Come on. You're killing me. Starting to sound like one two. I am. I can't help it. He's starting to sound like I can't help it. Doesn't sound like football dead. players don't get paid enough, and these guys get paid too much because they don't give the effort on a nightly basis. And you're seeing it right now. Mm. Meanwhile, Trey Young, uh, he said the Knicks were physical, Mike, and the refs allowed them to play that way last mm. night. They're, I mean, playing physical. You gotta give credit to them. They were being physical, and the refs are letting them go on that end. And I mean, I got John in there with leaving. Uh, I mean banged up and uh, getting elbowed in the face and things like that. They let them play physical, and you got to give credit to them at uh, establishing that tone. And, uh, I mean, they did a good job. This is news. It's what the Knicks do. It's how the Knicks freaking play. That's why it was such a big upset when you beat them five games in New York because they tried to beat you up. They were throwing elbows at timeouts during halftime. 
This is news? Oh, the Knicks, the Knicks are to come down and play patty cake? This is what they do. And John John Collins was hurt, and I give him all the credit for getting out there. Okongwu was getting thrown around, too. Those guys weren't very good last night. No. But Randall was a beast. But, I mean, that, that's, that's a news flash. Oh, the Knicks, <laughs> the Knicks are going to play physical. Oh, my God, really? Shocking. He just added Friday in there. Yeah. 50, 15 more rebounds, 55 to 40 on the board department, by the way. Yeah, but this they play hard, man. You're right. This Slow is, pace. This it's is, Thibodeau. Yeah, that's right. This isn't Mike D'Antoni. It's right. Thibodeau's team. That's it. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, gonna blow, I'm not blowing a head gasket on you. We're going to see what they do if they do anything in regards to the coach because the team is set. Trade deadlines came and went. You're not trading these guys. Right. So the only thing you can, if you wanted to do something, is to move on from Nate. We will see if that happens. All right. Meanwhile, Mike, uh, we mentioned that uh, Tim McCarver passed away. Mike and I were having a uh, conversation about this, and McCarver was a hell of a player. But I think most people remember him of a certain age, if, you know, in your 30s or 40s or even early 50s, as a broadcaster because right. that's, that's where he really excelled and you got a chance to really know his career but you were saying, you know, we forget about Dion dumping the bucket on Tim yeah, McCarver. Yeah, I know. Again, I grew up in New York as a kid watching McCarver go from being kind of the homespun, lovable dude, you know, with Southern roots to kind of being a know-it-all. <laughs> kind of one of those guys on TV who are like, oh, man, you know, there's kind of the game inside the game inside the game. But uh, rest in peace, Tim. He was a hell of a clutch player on those late Cardinals teams in the 60s. He was Mac- McCarver, for those who don't know. He was Steve Carlton, lefty's personal catcher, even though Bob Boone was a lot better at the end of his career than McCarver. But anyway, but uh, this guy uh, was a, a big part of the uh, the 86 and the Mets teams uh, as the uh, radio and TV voice up in New York and then eventually bankrolled that into a national gig. But a guy who had the cred, man, he certainly he played at a high level for so many, many years in the bigs. No doubt he did. Um, the other big thing. That and Dion, for those who don't remember, he was the 93 and Dion dumps him with the, uh, the ice. Gatorade yeah, or Gatorade. whatever bucket. You're a real man, Dion. Yeah. And that was because Dion, McCarver had made some comments about Dion and focusing on one sport or the other, and then mm-hmm. Dion didn't take too kindly to that. Yeah, I mean, think about how narrow-minded that is, right, when you talk mm-hmm. about, you know, he needs the pick. Right. <laughs> He's great at both. I mean, come <laughs> yes. on. Uh, the other big news is Tiger Woods is playing today, guys, um, in his own tournament at Riviera Country Club um, out there in California. Total purse is $20 million. And I'm thinking, boy, that, the money's just going mm-hmm. up. But – uh, John Rahm, Mike, we were talking about this before the show, was on fire today. Uh, Matt Kuchar, Kuch, uh, Homa, all these guys are playing out there. But Tiger's playing, I think he starts after three. We'll keep right. you updated. But you know what? This is, again, one of those tune-up tournaments. Mm-hmm. We'll get a chance to see how the leg holds up and what happens. Can you make the cut? As you said, 16 holes. He walked the course yesterday in a practice round. We're not going to play the whole thing. But just want to see some incremental – you know, we're, we're you know we're dreamers when it comes to Tiger. The reality is he's probably never going to win anything else. But we always never say never after what happened at the Masters. But the the latest wreck and the leg injury and how much he's had to bounce back from. You even see him walking through the clubhouse at Riviera, and he just you know there's a limp there. It just it's noticeable. It is very much so. So we'll keep you updated. Uh, and again, trying to get ready for the Masters, right? That's what this is about. Anything you're playing before the t- the Masters here in April. Um, you're trying to get ready. Hey, Mike, last night, Atlanta United, it was a friendly. They fall uh, literally in the last few minutes of, of this match. But I, I don't know how many people were there. Mike and I were at uh, State Farm Arena, but we saw a lot of the traffic going over there. At the end of the day, though, 
not all of our pieces on the pitch. So it's hard to decipher what this right. is really going to look again, like. And th- again, this was, in essence, a uh, friendly. There is a, a copy of American Family Insurance that has award for the winner in this one. And, uh, you know, this is a good team from the from the league MX. He's at MX and down in Mexico. But if you didn't see it, uh, Toluca wins 4-3. United gets off on a 1-0 lead with Brooks Lennon. And there were some good things. Now, in the second half, you, you didn't have all your starters. And in the second half, they went with the younger guys. And some guys might be on Atlanta United, too. I think Jason Longshore can tell us more about that. But there was kind of cool to see some young guys stepping up, and there were some interesting things. So I, I think the future is bright, but it's going to be some growing pains with this team as the lineup comes together. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, guys, plenty more to get to here on the show. Um, and w- if we did not mention this, Brandon Godden, he is the new play-by-play voice for our Atlanta Braves. And for Georgia Tech fans, you're probably familiar with him because he called games for Tech, uh, football, men's basketball from 2013 to 2016. But he's also done some pretty cool things. He's going to stop by in studio. So we go from Skip, Mike, to Brandon. And I think this is a really good choice for the Braves and for Valley Sports. But I know he's excited about it. And we get a chance to chop it up with him here today. So that's on the way at around 320. When we come back, the Bears are going to get a new stadium. But their quarterback has an issue with what's it going to be. We'll talk about it next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 